Tyler off. Yeah, so I was on uh, Facebook the other day, Heem, and uh, I got to get back on there, being in Denmark, part of this group, and it's a big uh, platform, how people communicate over here. It's still cancer, you know, and I, I'm seeing it day to day. And But I came across a post, because uh, I'm starting to be friends with people back home, let them on the page and all that. And it was a post about a dude that, uh, a social studies teacher, he's pretty far left, um, democratic socialist, the socialism. And, and so we've had good talks in the past. And we obviously, we disagree. I'm not on that end of the spectrum. And, but we can do it in the civil matter. And uh, so I'm, I'm looking at this post he post, and he ended up going down to the Mexican border, talking to the family, seeing the situation, um, seeing what he can do to help. And I'm like, you know what? That's really neat. Someone that's not sitting on that Facebook and talk, 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 but someone that's doing something. And uh, that kind of goes into what we're about to talk about today, that victim mentality. And it's something that's really prevalent in our society right now. Or it's the government's fault. It's my mom and dad didn't love me enough. It's the media. It's my friends. It's everyone else's fault but themselves. And um, it's a big piece where, why would you want to live like that? Where you have no control. Everyone else is the, is the cause for everything in your life. How about you say, wait a second. Let's make moves. Let's figure out how we can change things ourselves and take control of our lives. Man, because that's what it's all about, taking control of your life, of our lives, and just being able to understand that you can truly make a difference. I mean, hey, man, this isn't no cliche saying, like, you have the opportunity to make a difference, not just in your life, but in the people, in other people's lives around you, man. You know, sometimes uh, somebody can be around you and they can be victimized. They can be, they can feel victimized. And you can make a difference by expressing to them what their worth truly is, what they're really capable of, of the ignorance that's being expressed to them at this very moment by some people, you know, in society, unfortunately, are, they're just ignorant. But then there's people in society, in society who are ignorant amongst within themselves. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're not even aware of their own capabilities, you know, and it may be because of their upbringing or what they allow into their mind or the people that they surround themselves around. You can go on all day. Um, but, you know, it's kind of funny, man, because what this all really boils down to is perception. And a wise man told me once, a professor of mine, he said, that's reality. OK, it's the exact same result every single time when someone else tries it, right? Like, like the reality is, is that's a tree and there's no difference. So if anyone went over there and they tried to push that tree over, no one's going to be able to do it with their bare hands. That is a tree, right? But your reality is completely different from the reality of the world. Your reality is your perception. And I told a friend of this, uh, a friend of mine this once, and it really sank in with them and it's something that I live my life by. You could walk into a room a room full of 20 people, and they could all absolutely love you. But for whatever reason, you feel like these people have an issue with you, or you heard through the grapevine from an unreliable source that these people don't like you. So when you get out to this room, when you step in there, it can be all love, man, but all you feel is hate. All you feel is people, they don't like you. So no matter what they say, no matter how much they spot, smile, you're going to find a way to convince yourself that it's all fake. Now on the flip side, 
you can walk into a room where a bunch of people actually don't like you at all, man. And they think you're just like, you know, a joke. They, they despise you. But somehow, some way, you've convinced yourself that these people are actually your friends and that they have your best interests. So when you walk in there, you'll never actually know the truth. All you'll feel is love, and it's not even love. You know what I mean? Um, and I'm not saying that that's right, but what I am saying is that you have control over how you feel about yourself and those around you. So you might as well just feel positive in the first place. Believe that everyone has your best interest. Don't be foolish now, but believe that it's all love. Don't don't just like succumb to the fact that, ha, these people don't like me in here. I got to put on like this, or I don't have a chance with, with this situation or with this girl or to move up in this field, so let me just act accordingly with that. Nah, man, your perception's your reality. You got to understand that, and you can really take strides. No, 100%, Eam. I love that. And I always talk about, I perceive, therefore it is. It's so true how we can have these totally different realities in our heads. And it could be it, one person sitting over here, another person sitting over there, total opposites. I, I talked to you about a, a video I watched on that Wolf of Wall Street podcast with a dude that had no legs and then half an arm. And he started doing funny videos. He got noticed by that. Also got on the Walking Dead as a zombie doing prank videos. And then he said, you know what? I'm going to go become a fighter. And show everyone that I can do this weight trading stuff. And he did it. And he's blowing up. But that's someone that's taking their situation and saying, okay, now what can I do? What can I do to, to solve these problems in my life, to make the most out of it? And Because let's be, let's be honest here. Life ain't fair. And the more you get that through your head and, and realize that, that this life's about power, everything, money, sex, business, everything. And how you play around those dynamics and how you um, take control of your life is the key because to be quite frank playing the victim is the last card of a power play it's where you've given up all your uh your mojo it's given up all your strength and saying oh please feel bad for me pity me you know empathy and they talk about the old wars back in the day that's the that's the last resort they do surrender and then i'll do anything and take my wife and take all this and it's playing that pity card but why would you want to live that life you're basically telling everyone and everything that the control's out of my hands. It's all you. You have no power whatsoever. And guess what? Shit happens to you. And it's crazy. We uh, we came up with this idea to do this podcast. And that day, we have uh, this quote of the day and this uh, grateful exercise for my U19 team, I coach. And uh, the player came up there and he said, 10% um, of life is what happens to you and 90% is how you react to it. And it's so true, man. Like, if you're feeling tired, get your ass to bed earlier. If you don't feel great during the day, change your diet. If you got shitty friends, go communicate. Or guess what? Move on to the next one. You want to find an opportunity? You don't like your boss? You're not making enough money? Talk to him. If it don't work, leave. Go find something else to do. But enough with the saying it's everyone else's fault. Because then you've given up. You're saying I lose, they win. And to me, it's it's very sad. And why why would you want to live a life where you feel you have no no power whatsoever what happens? Man, absolutely right, man. If I listen to what everybody else says, such as my some of my family members, um, some of my mentors, friends, associates, etc., um, I never would have played college football. I never would have started making music. I would have quit my rap career a really long time ago. A lot of people told me, Brahim, you, you should stick to uh, you should stick to football, man. Rapping ain't your thing, yada yada. A lot of those people who used to uh, talk crap to me, not necessarily talk crap to me, but you know, express their opinion about my rap career. A lot of those 
those people are now the same people who have congratulated me on my music and tell me that I need to keep making music and I need to stick through with it and whatnot. Um, a lot of people who have who told me that um, you know I should go and get a job at General Motors or whatever a long time ago are now some of the same people congratulating me for the strides that I've been taking in life and the ownership that I've taken in my own life and you know I live life on my basis. Thank you. I, I don't live my life on anybody else's basis. You know what I'm saying? I live life on my basis. And I understand that as long as I'm helping myself and trying to live my best life, I'm going to be able to help others and help them live their best life. And that's what life to me is all about, serving others. We talked about that in our last episode, and we'll probably talk about that forever, man, because that's what it's really about, serving others. But you have to serve yourself an opportunity, man. And I can't play the victim here. You know, we've all been through things. You know, it, I, I'm not I'm not upset for how I was raised. Like, yeah, it would have been nice to have mom and the biological father together and, you know, mom and dad at all of my sporting events, et cetera, et cetera. But the reality is, is I grew up with my mom and my stepdad. And even though I didn't like my stepdad growing up, these days he's one of my best friends. And everything that I went through was for a sole purpose, for a reason. It helped me grow. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, there's people in life who I can't necessarily um, relate to them, but there are um, people in life who have lost some of their parents, right? Or, you know, there's people in life um, who have lost their siblings, or there's people in life who have, you know, been raped, or all these extreme things, or, you know, they had to deal with an abusive father, uh, you know, who used to get drunk a lot. And I'm not saying that I don't feel for those people, but what I am saying is, hey, you guys have been through all of that. You came too far to say, why me now to play the victim? You've come way too far. I, you should be able to outwork me because I haven't even been through what you've been through. So take that as an opportunity. Um, use that as like, you know, part of your drive. Like, hey, I've come this far. I'm going to take it even further now. You guys can't match my energy, you know, because that's what it's all about is energy, man. And, um, you know, the victim mentality, you know, to be completely honest, you're only hurting yourself. You're not hurting the opposition. You know, I, I heard this quote a really long time ago, and I love it. Uh, it's by Kendrick Lamar, and it's, as long as I'm generous at heart, I don't need any recognition. So how do I turn this around in my own life? It's like, man, I know that as long as I'm trying to do or as long as I am doing the right thing, I can never be wrong. Regardless if you're upset with me for what I just said to you or my, the decision that I made, hey, I'm doing the right thing. So I can never be wrong. You know what I mean? So how do you turn that around? Like being like having that victim mentality, like somebody could literally be trying to give you an opportunity of a lifetime, man, but you s somehow convince yourself to see otherwise. Hey, man, you're only hurting yourself. You're not hurting that other person. Oh, totally. We kind of brought up know how people are raised and it's someone out of their hands and guess what that is what it is too you know your parents made decisions and it happened every action you make there's a consequence there's a reaction so you gotta look you know to the we talk about all the time all the time long-term uh satisfaction over instant gratification and that's how you got to view things because everything you do has a reaction and that's a way where you can look at it as okay I can control this stuff. What happens in my life are from past actions. So let's focus on that. But talking about our, our childhoods, thank God I was I was raised really good. My, my parents threw me to the fire. My dad did, certainly. He said, hey, you do what you want to do, but there's consequences, especially if you get caught. So I had to, I had to learn quick. But then as I grew up, um, I really started learning this 
how much I put myself out there. Because when you put yourself out there and say, yeah, this is what it is, you're going to deal with a lot of stuff because you're polarizing. You're really polarizing. And it's caused me a lot of problems. You've seen them firsthand um, in Rochester, getting fights with coaches and players and, and leaving and getting kicked off. And, and uh, at those times, you got to sit down and be like, okay, I, who cares if you think you're so right and they're all wrong and this and that. There's obviously a different understanding here that you need to figure out and, and work around and, and make happen. Otherwise, they win. What, what, do, what do you get out of it? You, you quit. You're done, right? How about you turn it around, figure out what makes them tick, and, and get what you want? Because there's, if there's a will, there is a way. Well, short story short, I made that happen. And uh, it's about finding what makes people tick and getting in the same perspective. Because you'll find out most people aren't bad people. There's just a lack of communication with dealing with problems. And once you go face those problems and see how we can handle it, Things get solved. If they don't, then you move on different directions. But instead of blaming everyone else and you're right and everyone else is wrong, that's that loser attitude. That's that that victim mentality. But man, we're, we were talking about these quotes and and uh, I came across a really good one that relates to this. It's the wise traveler never despises his own country. And you know, when I came over here, I've been doing all my travels and seeing things and you start realizing, wow, maybe there is more to the world than the United States of America. And Hey, they do this right, and they do this good, and you kind of get this uh, that uh, really uh, that love feeling when you first come in a new situation. Like the grass is always green, or whatever. Then as you start traveling and start seeing more, and and really uh, figuring out the core, what I've come to learn, like I was down in let's say Croatia, talking to the locals, and they're just kind of like, yeah, the way to move up, you gotta know someone. Um, it's corrupt, so we just kind of live our life the way it is. We can't do nothing about it. And I'm like, okay, that's kind of sad. Um, and let's just say Denmark. Um, they talk about uh the socialism stuff, and and when things start kind of hitting the fan, it, hey, everyone else help me, or or it's someone else's fault. Or um, the big piece I put in it is they talk about the military, and if Russia wants to get them, they're like, well, we can't do nothing, so. You know, let them take us. We don't live their way. I mean, I guess that's the way to live, but then it's related me back to what makes America so special and what I've really found through living overseas and traveling and, and why our country is the top dog. I mean, like it or not, our military and our economy, do we do everything right? No. Is there always way to, ways to progress and, and do so? Yes. But there's a reason we run stuff. And what I think it is, is that American spirit of I'm putting my life in my own hands, my family in my hands, and I'm going to make something on myself. I'm independent. Um, the American dream, pull the, the bootstraps, bootstraps up and get things done. You got to remember the people that came to America were freaking coming on, uh, on boats with nothing. The ones that went to the frontier, they're pilgrims and, and going out there and, and trying to make something for themselves. So it's so rooted deep down inside of us that you're not given nothing in life. And that's evolution, Darwinism and all that, survival of the fit. You got to make things happen. And that's why I think the American spirit is so in, embodied in, in our culture and why we do a lot of amazing things. We don't blame others. Now we're starting to blame others, but inside of us, we get things done and we move. Yeah, man. I mean, I wouldn't say we don't blame others or, you know, and it just depends because there's so many like cultures within America. Right. And, you know, it just really depends like the background that you come from. You know, I mean, I think everyone to an extent is kind of um, placed put in a box, unfortunately. You know what I mean? Um, it's a very unfortunate thing. And that's part of America. I think 
think the thing about America is this country probably judges each other more than any other country on, on a lot of different scales. Um, but then again, what would I really know? I've never left America, right? Um, but I mean, I have family that comes from Lebanon that they're extremely grateful to be here in America and they've made the most of their opportunity, you know? Um, but it's kind of funny. We're talking about like the spirit and like the mentality and, um, our guy Kanye West, he made a great quote and I was listening to it yesterday in an interview and he said, blacks in America have been raised with a slave mentality. So they feel that they cannot speak out loudly. Uh, first and foremost, I learned this in a book a long time ago. You're never wrong for how you feel. You could be wrong for how you think, but you're never really wrong for how you feel. And I agree with Kanye 100% and it's very unfortunate. Um, when blacks speak out loudly about subjects in America, uh, they're seen a lot of the times are perceived as either complaining or being ghetto. Like they're not being passionate, they're being ghetto. They're, they're acting out. Where or like you know like you see it in the NFL like when Cam Newton is like dancing after he scores a touchdown it's like oh why is he acting like that right but then when Gronkowski dances after he scores a touchdown just oh look at how much fun Gronkowski's having and that's just white America you know what I mean it's unfortunate and it really starts with us uh, especially our generation to make a change there because uh, again the change it starts with the individual. You know what I mean? And I've never really understood um, why we get so caught up in like the history of America. Not saying that there's not any highs or good parts, but overall, like our, our traditional uh, values in America, our history kind of sucks. So why would we ever follow it? You know what I mean? Like there's things we can grab from it and be like, hey, that was really good right there. But we need to constantly figure out how to innovate. And I think we're headed in a great, um, I think I think each and every single year it's getting better and better. Uh, I'm gonna give you a moment, hold up, let me speak. Um, the, thing about, the thing about the victim mentality though here in America is that people need to understand that you can use it as, um, as the, the drive, man. It actually gives you a lot of leverage. Uh, because when you're a black man in America or when you're a woman in America or when you're a minority in America and you make it to a certain status that you know you had to work extra hard for because the cards are already against you based off of who you are, unfortunately, man, all that means is that you worked incredibly hard. So now you're at an even level playing field. You should be able to be like, you know, I don't care how privileged you are. I don't care if you're a man. I don't care if you're white. It doesn't matter. You can't match that dog that's inside of me. You can't match that energy. And you got to now, there's no more being a victim. It's a, I refuse to take no for an answer. And that's something that the preacher can't preach and that the teacher can't teach, man. That comes from inside. You, you have to grab that from within inside of you. You don't reach for that. You pull that out of you. And uh, when you have that established, it can be such an incredible asset. And um, it's crazy because sometimes um, being the victim, I think we've all felt victim to being the victim, no, no pun intended. 
And once you realize that, man, you know what? I was just acting as if I were the victim in that situation. Once you realize how much power you really have over your own mind, because the mind is the most powerful thing. And I look at it like this, like, man, if somebody denies me, if somebody doesn't want to work with me, if someone doesn't want to give me an opportunity, that's their loss because I know what I have to offer. And most people who encounter me realize that they're encountering a very special human being. Why? Because I put myself out there. I am who I am. I am Brahim Hassan Cruz. I am the only Brahim Hassan Cruz in this entire world. Fact. Yeah, great stuff, Heem. Um, my, uh, no, I'm not muted, am I? Am I muted? I, yeah, no, the race stuff, now, me, me and you talk about this one-on-one -on -one a ton, and there's a lot to it. Uh, to piggyback on your American comment, I think uh, the main message, obviously, wasn't that way for African-Americans that came over, but... The main message of you can make something out of yourself was pretty revolutionary. And you talk about monarchies and, and communist governments and all that stuff. Was it fair for everyone? No, that's life. Okay, there's patterns, there's stereotypes, there's this. And we talked about this before. Patterns are engraved in our head. That's what it is. So it, past experiences or what you've learned or, or tribalism comes in part. That's what it is. And we talk about power structures. So is it fair? No. Was it fair when the Irish were freaking clowns to, to the UK? Was it fair when the Ottoman Empire was taking slaves and, and the European pe people? No. Is life fair? It's not whatsoever. But can, how can you figure out how to make a difference? How can you figure out how to change things? Because like we talk about, it starts with yourself. Once you can do that, then start working on your family, your community, other people, and, and making the difference. But, um, Heem, I want you to, to tell that story about... Uh, the, the dreads going into the work because that was a really good story. And just to show people, like, hey, yes, shit, life is not fair, okay? There's a lot of things, but how can you flip it in your uh, way and, and make it work and, and go past the odds and, and do something like you did? Well, yeah, so I want you guys to know that I'm a sales rep and marketing director here at LA Fitness. And the way that I got this job was actually pretty crazy. Uh, I walked into the signature club. I didn't even know that this was the signature club, AKA I work at the biggest and baddest LA fitness in the state of Florida. But I just walked in there. I, I originally wanted to be a personal trainer there and I was going to do whatever it takes to get my foot into the door and then I'll start training, right? Get certified. I walk in there. I'm like, Hey man, I'm here to speak to a manager. He said about, I said employment. He said, oh, okay. You apply online. Yada, yada, yada. I said, all right, cool. Can I speak to your manager? He's like, yeah, well, the manager is actually right there. I was like, oh, cool. Can I speak to your manager? So then I speak to the manager. Manager asks me, you know, what is it that you're like, what position are you looking for? I said, doesn't matter. I'm just going to work my way up. I'll start wherever. So this other guy says, great answer. That other guy happened to be the general manager, um, a younger black male who right then and there, I'm not going to lie. I never would have guessed he would have been the general manager of the club. And that's why you should never judge a book by its cover. So I go in there, man. I am not professionally dressed. I am in my workout clothes. I got my dreads in the bun. But at this moment, I'm not really thinking. I'm honestly in like my most confident state. I'm just like, hey, I'm in here to get this line of work and I'm ready to start now. And um, when I go in there, I landed an interview on the spot with the general manager and the vice president of the company because he happened to be there at that day. And um, at that time, they hired me on the spot and I wasn't thinking at all. I was just being myself. You know what I mean? Real excited for the job. I go into work uh, the next day. And 
I had a very rough first day of work. I kind of underestimated it, and I really just thought that it, I was going to do a much better job. And after I got denied a few times, I started to convince myself that maybe it's my name. Maybe it's how I look. You know what I mean? So I went as far as I started telling people that my, my name was Mike, and that didn't help at all. Like I didn't get one sale by going by the name of Mike. I was just very... um insecure not insecure but i guess self-conscious at the time about my hair thinking that maybe like these people are like discriminating against me and just don't want to buy off me because of my appearance and my name i was just throwing out all these excuses man and when i went home i had a conversation with my mom's pretty much my second mom and she was just telling me she's like you know if you have to cut your hair to succeed at this job then this isn't for you if you have to change your name to get people to work with you at this job, to get people to, to buy from you. This ain't for you. Like, you are the one, Raheem, you're the one that went in there and got this job. You you gotta be the one who does this job. And yo, it just hit me so deep. And I was just like, you know what? You're right, like, screw this. Tomorrow I'm about to go in there, I'm about to own it. I am Raheem Cruz. I am a, I am a very handsome, light-skinned man who has dreads. And I'm just about to own it and be me. And I went in there on my second day, I closed two sales for $162 commission. And um, ever since that day, I've just owned it. I am who I am. Right now, I'm on my lunch break doing this podcast. I haven't even been to work for five hours. I've closed three sales today, over $200 in commission. Because being me, I am who I am. And that's what I realized that, you know what? This, the moment you start to believe that, ah, this isn't going to work because of this, you best to believe that it isn't going to work. And it's not because of what you think it's because of. It's actually because of you in the way that you're thinking. So all positivity around here, baby. I am who I am and I love me. I love it, he man. And it's if you would have had that victim mindset in your head going in there to get the job, they would have spotted out in a second, man. And it it is, if you believe it, others will believe it. If you don't believe it, you're screwed. And people see through it. But another quote I kind of want to finish it off with is if you're always getting bad service, it's not the waitress or the waiters that are the asshole, it's you. Look from within and your reality changes. Awesome, Eam. Hey, have fun at work. And uh, everyone else, don't be a victim. Action. I just got to say something right quick. The fact that you just said that quote, I was literally going to say that quote because I heard it yesterday from my barber. And um, it's so true. So I want to um, kind of end it on another quote or end my part, my portion on another quote. Um. It's always about you. So it's extremely important that you pay attention to those who are around you that you know and those who you don't know that are around you because you never know who's around you. And one of the sayings that has always really bothered me is, I don't care what people think about me. Well, you should. And you should definitely care about what you think about yourself. And if you hold yourself to a certain standard, great if you don't you need to get to it because it really freaking matters man and i'm gonna tell you why you should care about what people think about you because you could be in an audience and you could start talking bad about another person or you could just start talking bad about a subject or start you you literally can just be portraying the wrong message in the world right and you never know who's listening man you could be burning a bridge right then and there you could also be talking like you have some common sense, talk like you know something, speak as if you were educated, be yourself, be loving, be caring. Don't be so, um, you know, 
just uh, hate the world mentality, why me mentality. And with that positive energy, with somebody who's around you who's a complete stranger, they could hear you, they could see something in you that maybe you don't even see in yourself, and you could build a bridge at that exact moment. I love it, man. Hey, take control of your life, stop making excuses, and every action has a reaction. Till next time.